Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business, from experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes. It doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I have a very special guest with me today. I have I have someone in the business uh, who's doing some monster things that I think uh, will be fun to talk about. Uh, we have Sean Christopher with us today, who's actually on a train headed to Baltimore. So this is a, a first for the show. How are you doing this morning, Sean? I'm awesome, Michael. Good to good to connect with you out here, man. I've been looking forward to doing this ever since we first started talking about it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I don't want to spoil the surprise. Why don't you share with the audience uh, what your little piece of uh, the business looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I got into real estate um, probably about 10 years ago. And uh, a, a good friend of mine was actually doing real estate in Baltimore, Maryland. And so at the time, um, you know, I had, it, it's funny how life works and, and, and it kind of takes us on some, some twists and turns and adventures, but I had never, Baltimore was never on my radar in my years. In fact, I spent 15 years, I'm from up in New York. I spent 15 years living in Florida and, um, and I, I love Florida. I mean, I love me some beach. I love me some pool. I love warm weather. And honestly, I always just saw myself being in Florida more than anything. I have family up in New York, so I'm up there a lot. But but uh, uh, I I try to uh, I try to get up to New York where it's warmer, as opposed to six feet of snow on the ground. But, but anyways, a friend of mine was doing real estate in Baltimore, and 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 him and I would have a ton of conversations about it. And Baltimore was never on my radar, but I, I took a trip down to Baltimore. This was you know seven eight nine years ago, and. Uh, Took a trip down to Baltimore, spent a long weekend with him down there, and I was really intrigued with what he was doing. He was doing rental properties in Baltimore, and essentially what he was doing, Michael, is he was buying buying properties, uh, rent, and selling them to investors that were looking for rental properties. And I got to kind of you know, analyze his model, and he was doing it for himself too. He owned quite a few rentals himself, and so I got to kind of analyze his model and see what he was. And the one thing that really intrigued me, and I didn't even know this at the time, and I think I was living in Baltimore for almost a year before I even discovered this, um, but Baltimore, Maryland, at one point, I don't know if they still are, I haven't really paid attention, but at one point, Baltimore, Maryland was named uh, by Bigger Pock and Realty Track as the number one grossing rental market in the entire nation. Wow. And so now... I saw the the opportunity in Baltimore when I spent some time with him and saw what they were getting for the rent properties down there. And now at the time I was totally green, I was a complete newbie. But my my instant reaction was, dang, that's a nice return. I mean, that's a really nice return. And and I and I saw what the return was and and, and you know, and again I was I was new to the business. I didn't know a whole hell of a lot about it. And but I saw that this guy was just 
killing it in Baltimore. He himself was making a real nice return for his money, and his investors were getting somewhere between like a 15 to 20% return on their money, which is really unheard of in the rental market. Um, you know, I, I, think, I think that the nationwide average covers somewhere around 10% from what I've seen with a, lot of, uh, with a lot of different rental properties in different states. So anyways, we took the leap of faith. We moved, my family and I moved to Baltimore, and, uh, and we started a business in Baltimore. And, um, and so, um, you know, we've, we've since, since that uh, leap of faith years ago, I think we've done somewhere around 300. We've, we've bought, renovated, and sold somewhere around 300 uh, rental properties. Um, and I, I do own a, quite a few myself personally, but, um, but our, our bread and butter, our model, so to speak, has been um, pretty much what my friend taught me years ago, and that is that we buy uh, properties. And, and I can go into a little bit more detail about our, our method for, the, for buying of the properties because it's, it's rather unique. But, um, but we buy, renovate, and, and we sell rental properties to investors looking for uh, a good rental property. Looking for, well, you know what? We're looking for a good return on their money, really, because it's not just about, oh, sorry, I almost dropped the phone. <laughs> um, it's not just about the the, the, the rental property itself. You know, I, I work with investors every day that are have money in an IRA or a 401k. And basically my conversation with them is, hey, there's a there's a better way to diversify your money. I don't have to help people pull all their money out of one thing, but but take take it if you got an IRA, convert it to a self-directed and use some of that for real estate, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that's really cool. So so you you spend a long weekend in Baltimore with a buddy, you see enough. Then yeah. you, you know, earlier you said you like warm weather, but yet you see enough of a, a, a possibility that you move to Baltimore. And I don't know Baltimore all that well, but I would not call yeah. it warm. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's not warm. As a matter of fact, when we moved to Baltimore, I was, I was actually under false pretense that Baltimore was much warmer than upstate New York. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, so you, you get into the, um, you're basically... You're doing kind of flips, but you're doing it in a unique way because you're buying, you're buying inventory, repairing it, and then your yes, ultimate yes. sale is to a landlord, right? To an investor. Um, yeah. That mm -hmm. seems unique, exactly. right? I think today it's probably called turnkey. Yeah. It, that's a new moniker. Um, and how long have you been doing this? Was it three yeah. years? Yeah. No, almost 10 years. Now. Oh, 10 years. I'm sorry. Probably, probably about seven. Probably about seven, actually, is what it's like. All right. So again, just easy math, seven years on 300, that's about 40 a year. Yeah, roughly, roughly speaking, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that, um, that, there's, there are so many ways to go. Why don't we just go to the beginning of the process? How are you, I don't know, finding and securing you know, inventory to buy in a market that's, I'm sure, very different today than it was three years ago, let alone five years ago? Oh yeah, hugely different. So this is this is what makes Baltimore so unique, right? So, um, you know, I have always been a big proponent. I, I've owned multiple businesses over the years, and I, I pride myself on uh, being uh, a bit of an education junkie. And so I, I really, um, so when we got to Baltimore, I made it my job to learn everything there was about Baltimore, not just from a real estate perspective, but just overall understanding the city of Baltimore. And so um, what, what we discovered, Michael, when we got to Baltimore was that there was just this really, really unique opportunity that was happening in Baltimore. So I'm sure that you remember the 
the urban revitalization that happened back in Chicago and New York City and you saw sure. it happen in, in Brooklyn and and um, uh, and, and I, I, a few other areas, but but just this major major revitalization where you saw areas where um, where they would not be considered um, you know what I would say a nice area to live in, and now 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 people now they're selling homes for millions of dollars in those areas. So. Um, essentially what we saw is a very similar process happening in Baltimore. So um, about a year into being in Baltimore, the, uh, the governor of Maryland committed $230 million to a uh, revitalization project that they were working on in Baltimore. That happened not long after we got there. Um, shortly after that, Kevin Plank, who is the CEO of Under Armour, which is um, you know, one, of the, one of the larger corporations in America, yeah. Um, very, very successful company, successful guy. Uh, I've had the, the pleasure of having conversations with Kevin about real estate. Kevin, I, I discovered uh, upon moving to Baltimore that Kevin owned 8,000 rental properties in Baltimore, which I thought was really interesting. Wow. So, you know, you got this high level CEO and, and look, look, where, look where he's investing money. So, don't reinvent the wheel. Find people that have what you have, do what they do, and you'll have what they have, <laughs> right? Simple. So it's a very moniker that I've come up with. But what Kevin uh, was doing is, is investing in a specific area in Baltimore. Uh, it's called Port Cummington. It's one of the few areas in Baltimore that's still at waterfront property in Baltimore, but yet you can buy very expensive. Uh, $232 million to their renovation project, right? So, um, so those were a couple things that happened. And then just recently, about six months ago, the president was in Baltimore and they signed a new bill that um, basically is creating uh, significant tax breaks for investors who want to come into Baltimore and invest in properties in what they call their opportunity zones yeah. uh, in, in Baltimore. And so there's just been a lot of really unique things that are happening. So essentially, and I know that's, this is kind of a long answer to, to your question, but, but what we're doing, Michael, is we're buying properties in these areas. We are literally finding exactly the areas where the city of Baltimore, where Kevin Plank, where the, the president's opportunity zones, we are searching copiously in these areas and we are finding properties that are in these areas because it presents a unique opportunity. You know, our, our business is based on word of mouth. We don't even do a lot of, whole lot of advertising to tell you the truth. Uh, our business is based on word of mouth. We have a lot of repeat buyers. We have a lot of buyers that tell their friends and family about us because they're happy with what they're getting. But, but um, one of the reasons why they're so happy with what they're getting is, is I'll never forget years ago, a friend of mine said to me, do you want cash flow or do you want appreciation? Right? <laughs> and this was his question to me. And I, I, my, my answer was, I said, both. He says, you can't have both in Baltimore. You can only have one or the other. Well, I called bullshit. Because I don't, I believe that you, I believe that if you search hard enough, you can really have everything you look for. And so um, I really made it my mission to discover where could I find that in Baltimore. So, so here's a great example for you, right? We're renovating a property in Baltimore right now where I sold that property to uh, the investor for $45,000. Okay. We are doing the renovation on the property. I think it's a, I, I want to say it was a $20,000 renovation. So they're all in for $65,000, um, we will get that property rented out for about $1,300 a month. Wow. And one, one block up from where this property is located, there's houses selling for $200,000. So 
that that example in a nutshell, Michael, is why I love Baltimore so much, why we've done so much business in Baltimore, and why my investors are really happy and love Baltimore. I mean, I get phone calls from California investors all the time saying, hey, can I buy in Baltimore? So so that's how we go about finding the properties. And, and it's just it just it's just a very unique opportunity that, that I don't see in a lot of places. Yeah. So, so if I were to sort of net that out for, for others, you are investing the time really understanding what's happening in Baltimore, right? Where the power players have created their laser focus. And then what you're doing yeah. is going, okay, yeah. they're, they're going here. And then you dispatch, you know, direct marketing, door knocking, you know, all the above to yeah. sort of find sellers. Is that a fair way to yeah. say it? Yeah. We bought well, we, we buy tax liens too. So my okay. partner and I, my partner and I buy tax liens in Baltimore. We'll buy bulk groups of tax liens too. So we'll pick up fifty to hundred properties at a time, um, and and they're not they're not all home runs, but usually somewhere between fifty to seventy five percent of them are, are good. And so um, that's another model that we've utilized too is by purchasing tax liens. That that's a very complicated process, and to be quite honest with you, he. He handles that side of the business. Um, I'm I'm more on the investor side of the business. So don't ask, don't ask me how to buy tax liens because I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But basically, for this conversation, it's another way of attracting inventory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm just trying to walk through the process in my head. So I can see how you're getting inventory in the top of the funnel, uh, and based on your example of buying for forty five repairing for 20 leasing for 1300 or renting for 1300 it sounded like you're selling the inventory before it's repaired or at least in that example if i caught you correctly uh, a lot of times yes a lot a lot of times we actually are yeah because it's just it's just a little bit of uh well let's put it this way there's a lot less overhead involved oh yeah for sure us, yeah right so if we can and and it's funny because again this goes back to something you and i were talking about earlier right when I first got to, uh, to Baltimore, Michael, everyone told me that I could not do it this way. They yeah. said, no, you can't, you can't do it. It'll never work. And let me tell you something that you'll learn about me. Whenever someone tells me I can't do something, I am on a mission <laughs> to figure out how to do it. I love and that. Because so <laughs> when I was, when I was new to Baltimore, I didn't have any money. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have the money to, buy i didn't have the money to buy a couple of properties and then and then spend the money to renovate them because i was brand new to the business yeah. I, and and to be quite honest with you you know my story is kind of a cool one um when i first got in the business my family and i were about to be evicted from our apartment and become homeless and you know I, my, my family would have taken us in and we wouldn't have really become homeless but we were we were really down on our luck it was a really rough patch in our life and frankly we didn't know what we were going to do and you know, I, I believe in the power of prayer. I prayed and I said, God, open a door of opportunity for me. I don't need this handed to me on a silver platter. I'll work my ass off for it, but just give me an opportunity. And, and the opportunity presented itself and we jumped at it. We took a leap of faith and it worked out and it hasn't been all roses. I mean, we've, we've had some massive failures along the way and, you know, as we all have, but you just keep pushing forward, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but essentially, yes, that's, that's what we're doing is we are, we don't always do it that way. I mean, we've evolved a lot over the years. I'm sure. Significant progress. So we don't always do it that way, but I prefer to do it that way because it's, it, it's a win-win for everyone. And frankly, a lot of my investors like that 
because they're stepping into a significant amount of equity in the property. So again, let's go back to the $65,000 example that we talked about a minute ago. Um, that house will appraise all day long for 125,000 after it's done. So they only paid $65,000 for a house that's going to appraise for 121.5. Yep. So, um, you know, the investor's happy because there's immediate equity in their property. Yeah. So that makes, that, that makes, that's why it works, frankly. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense to me. I was, when, when you were sharing the story and I did the math of basically 40 houses at a time, my brain went to, wow, that's a lot of capital you have in repairs. Cause I'm thinking 90 to hundred day hold times. Yeah. I'm going, Oh my God. I mean, once you have seven figure nest yeah. egg or something, I mean, I'm just like, my head was exploding, yeah. but now it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You find it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Here's a question. Do you actually own the properties for a heartbeat or do you control the properties via yep. which one? We, we, we do, we do own them for a period of time because okay. when we, when we win the bid on the tax lien, so we're, what we're doing is we're bidding yep. on that tax lien. And so when we bid on the tax lien, we actually take the deed yes. to the property. So, okay. so yes, we, we do, we do own that. Okay, cool. So you, so let's just, I know it's really hard to do averages, but I just want to see if this, feels kind of right. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're out, you, you, again, you do your homework, you learn where the power players are investing. You sort of yep. go there, you, you buy in bulk, you door knock, you do whatever you can to find inventory. You find an asset that's undervalued. It's probably beat up a little bit. Let's yep. just say the average purchase price is 50 K. Um, mm -hmm. so you, you, you secure that, um, and then you own it. I guess I'm trying to figure out. So now, now I get it. Now you have the deed. Do you go out and try to get an estimated repair bill so you can inform your potential buyers? Like in your 20K example, you can say, hey, we think it's roughly 18 to 22. Or do you just call up a buyer and go, hey, I got this house on 123 Main Street. Send your team out. Or how does that kind of work? How do you get the deposit? So usually I'm sending one of my contractors out to the property to estimate the, okay. the work that needs to be done. Here, here's why that is. Um, again, all of, all of this process has been really unique for us. 75% um, of my investors do not live in anywhere near. Yeah. Um, we, we, most of our clients are out of state. And I, I, I think the reason why that is, so, so here's the thing. If someone lives in Baltimore and they're doing real estate in Baltimore, they probably don't need us because they're already doing all the work that we're doing. I'm not saying that's the case across the board because we just sold a house yesterday to someone who lives right in Baltimore. So very nice husband and wife. So it, that's not always the case. But what I found is that ironically, the value of investing in Baltimore is almost more highly valued by someone not living there than people living there. So we have a ton of out-of-state investors we work with. So I've worked with investors in, in California and in, in Texas, in New York, in DC. I mean, you, you name it, we work with them. So in that case, what we're doing, and that takes a very, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that our investors trust us and, and our, because a lot of times there's never even see the property. Right. You know, I got guys in, I got guys in California and Texas and New York. They never see the property. They call me up and say, Hey, send me your current inventory. I like this one. I like this one or whatever. And they just buy it. Now, now what we do for them during the renovation process to make sure they're comfortable, especially for a new investor is we'll send that investor pictures and, and videos 
of the process of the renovation while it's taking place so they know what's being done and then at the end of the re renovation the property does have to be inspected by a baltimore inspector so they they get a you know they get a, a occupancy certificate yep. after the property's inspected so we really go out of our way to try to make the investors comfortable you know as possible um but it's but it's but it is kind of interesting that we're dealing with a lot of out-of-state investors and we just do whatever we can to make them comfortable with that process you know yeah, that makes perfect sense. And that's what I was hoping the answer was, because again, right, yeah. out of state, you know, the last thing you want to do is have to build your own GC team and all these own, you know, that's just right. that's the headache right. people don't want. So I was thinking you were going that well, way, that's really, I had to ask. Yeah, and Michael, that's really what has been, that's where the value of our company is, is that, it, and that's what I always tell my investors is the reason why you want to work with us is because we're the experts. There's very few people that know Baltimore better than myself and my partner. Right. Um, I mean, we literally know Baltimore. You know, he's been doing business in Baltimore for 25 years. So, you know, and he's a big, he's been a big resource for me for how I've learned the business. So there's very few people that know Baltimore better than us. And we just put all of our expertise to work for the investor in, in every way, shape, and form. So our contractors have doing work in Baltimore for 40 years now. The guy who heads up my contracting team has been doing it for, I think, 50. And so we just, we, I, we've, we've proudly put together a team of very experienced people that provide a lot of value to our investors and they don't need to do anything. You know, I mean, I got a guy that pulled a hundred grand out of a, 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 an IRA the other day to buy a couple of properties from us because he just had it sitting in the IRA. He was only making about a 6% return on his money. And he saw what we were what we were doing for our investors, and he said, "Heck, I'll, yes, let me let me put let me have you guys." And and you know, and as we got to know the guy, he was just impressed with how much we knew. And again, that's just our insatiable thirst for knowledge and 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 becoming the experts in our field and making sure that we provide that value to the investors so that they don't have to. You know, one one guy said to me the other day, "Man, you know, you've made this so easy for me because I didn't I didn't have the time to learn all this." but you guys are the experts. I don't need to learn it. It's, it's great. And that's and something I'm very proud of that we've been able to offer. On this. No, I, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm seeing. The value that your team provides is again, that upfront knowing sort of where to turn the ship, right? That's, that's valuable. Yeah. And then it's the infrastructure exactly. once you find the asset and yeah, sure. You make a little money on the right. margin as you should, right? You should right. be paid for your time and expertise. Right. Um, exactly. Now, so I guess the one thing I'm still playing with is, okay, now that the product's done, let's just use the 65K example you showed. You bought yeah, for 45, absolutely. 20K, rented for 1300. Does your team also pick up the property management? Like you do the day-to-day -day monthly report? Ah, oh, see? Yep. Now I see. Yep. So truly, yep, we not, we also not only turnkey, but you're also providing that day-to-day -day management or landlording work. Yeah, I mean, in, in, our, in our mind, it was a no-brainer. We had to. Because what, what we saw happening was, you know, when we first got into the business, we didn't do the property management side of things. And I'll be honest with you, property management is a giant panel of yes. Oh, I don't love it. <laughs> and I make no money on it. It's funny because whenever, whenever you know, a new investor who isn't really familiar with how property management works, our property management fee is 10% of the monthly rent. Sometimes I'll have someone say, oh my God, that's so high. I'm like, listen, you have no idea. No I'm idea. <laughs> like I'm losing money. I do not make money on property management. I solely offer property management as a value add to my investors because I, I, I do value the relationship with the investor. And so we want to make sure that we're offering a full service solution. And so um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's just funny because I'll sometimes have someone say, Oh man, that's high. I'm like, it's uh, not. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, you could not pay me to property. Man. I don't care if it's 20%. Oh, 
You couldn't pay me. Oh, I listen, man. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna expound anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, but but I think it's we're, we're happy to offer it. Yeah, I think it's important for your business model to do that because here's the deal, yeah, right? If is. you don't offer that, somebody comes in, they get excited by this story, they buy a property from you, they're excited, they turn it over to some deadbeat property manager, and they rip them off. That's they'll the never problem. be back. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. And, and Michael, that's what that's what happened our first couple of years in business. Is that yeah, we did we did go out and work really hard to build relationships with people who seemed to be stand up people. Yeah. You know, and 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 even were referred to us by someone, and then I just found out that they sucked, and it was terrible, and I felt horrible, and and you know, and it was like we really worked hard to build those relationships. Yeah, and and I, you know. Again, I and I, I say this with, with complete humbleness, but but we really do feel like we do a better job than anyone else. And and I don't I don't say that to brag. I say that because we really work very very hard to make sure that that our investors are happy. Well, and that's so, that's the key. Is your mission is different than every other property manager? You have yeah, yeah a vision yeah. of the investor as that an investor, not. A landlord, right? They're they're yeah. different perspectives yeah. Yeah. because you have the investor mindset. Yeah, because, they're cool, right? Right, and customer service is just so important to me. I mean, providing that high level of customer service to our it's it's something that is very lacking in in just in general. Yeah. In a lot of our businesses nowadays is just that that high level of customer service. You just don't see it a lot, you know. Yeah. And, and so, but, but once in a while you do see it and it's very admirable when you do see it, you know what I'm saying? And oh, so um, that, that really, that's really my goal is, you know, I think Seth Godin calls it creating raving fans yes. is what he says. Yeah. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just a huge believer in that. And, and without our investors, we wouldn't exist as a company. So Amen. Um, yeah. if I'm not going out of my way to make them happy and, and listen, there's situations that happen, you know, I mean, we, we, we hope we can get a tenant in the property within 30 days. Sometimes it takes longer. You know, I, I've seen it take as, as much as, you know, two months or so. And so we never want that to happen, but once in a while it does. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also honest with the investors too. And I try not to set the level of expectation too high. So, you know, and I'll be honest, I say, listen, we typically are able to get a property rented within about 30 days, but just know that sometimes it goes a little bit longer than that. So, um, I, I don't want you to have an unrealistic expectation. No, we're working very hard for you and trust us to do that. Uh, but, but don't, don't be too pissed off with me if it takes longer than I hope it's going to take, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess, the, so I love what you're doing. I, I totally get the whole model. I love the fact that you, you've stepped up and owned the property management, the sort of day to day after the fact. Awesome. Uh, but what happens? Do you have you thought about the business? Cause again, I think Baltimore is different today than it was five years ago. I think the opportunities that are out there are probably oh, no, no, no. fewer and far between, I'm guessing. And probably more expensive for sure. Um, you see that trend oh, continue? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been – yeah. Well, yeah, because frankly, you know, the, 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 you're 100% right. And this is actually what I say to investors. You know, it's funny because obviously there's those, there's those, there's those people that are, you know, tend to, tend to err on the most skeptical side of things, right? And I say to them, I say, listen, this, the, the way that this market is going, you've got maybe another couple of years before it's this good. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, 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 you're, you're, you, you gotta, you gotta strike while the iron's hot, so to speak. And so, um, you know, the, 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 they have been going up because of all the, the, the renovations sure. that are happening throughout Baltimore. You know, this new thing that the president signed in, listen, whether you like the president or not is irrelevant to the fact that what, what they did was fantastic. And this opportunity zones that, that they're doing in Baltimore and, and the massive tax breaks that they're giving investors, you know, regardless of your political affiliation, it's a very good thing. And it's a good thing for investors. And it's a great thing for the city of Baltimore. And so um, it's something that people could stand up and take notice of. And, and there really is a window of opportunity. And so, you know, um, at some point in the next, I would say three to five years, I know I'm going to have investors call me and say, damn, I wish I listened to you. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's all good. It's yeah, all good. I gotcha. So as we kind of wrap this up, how can people get a hold of you? Cause I know people watching this are going to go, you know, Hey, I need to look at Baltimore. I need to talk to Sean. How can they get a hold of you? How can they learn more about your yeah. company? All that good stuff. Well, well, I'll, I'll just give you my, I mean, my, my, is it all right if I just say my cell phone number? I yeah, it's up to exactly. you, man. <laughs> Your call. Your show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my, it's, uh, it's 407-591-2007, 407-591-2007. And if you call me, you know, I, I'd love to know how many people end up contacting me as a result of this show. And so, um, you know, make sure that when you call me, you mention that you saw me on Michael's show. Um, and our website is nationwidewholesaleinvestmentproperties.com. www.nationwidewholesaleinvestmentproperties.com. And we can, I'm sure you, that when you post the video, we can put a link to that as well. Um, and, and we have some, we have some other exciting things happening too. We're, we're expanding into uh, a number of other cities uh, across the U.S. right now. It's a, it's a, um, project that we've had underway for about a year now and so we're, we're slowly but surely looking to expand in other cities so we don't just you know stay in baltimore we love baltimore and we think that baltimore is probably one of the most unique rental opportunities right now um but we've been eyeing some other markets one of them is detroit michigan it's a it's a very good rental market yeah we like that area a lot and yeah. um and we got our we got our eyes on some other areas as well so lots lots of exciting stuff happening well, very cool. I love what you're doing. I love how you 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 have the investor mindset. You're taking care of the entire process. Makes total sense in the business model. How you um, are reducing your your capital outlay? Because I was like, how does that all work? It, 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 I think you've done something very special, Sean, and you should be very very proud. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I really I really appreciate it. It was really awesome to to do this interview. I'm glad we were able to make it happen, even yeah. on the train. Yeah, it worked out. The Wi-Fi gods were with us. So uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and this yeah, has been great. so much fun for me. Thanks. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah.